This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the number one online broadcast network for movie talk, this is the Cosplay Coach. Costume breakdowns and tips and tricks to create your own. And now, the coach yourself, Meredith Placco. <laughs> hey, everyone. We're going to have to add that to the intro now because we have regulars. Uh, welcome back to the Cosplay Coach. I am your host, Meredith Placco. You can find me on the Twitterverse and Instagram at mplaco. I'm Katie Elhoffer. I am at Elhoffer Design. And I am Emma Fife. I am at Emma Fife. We're pretty, pretty straightforward yeah. here until mm-hmm. I change my Twitter name. It's coming, guys. I swear. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to another thrilling week where we talk all the amazing costumes that you see on the big and small screen. And uh, this week I'm pretty stoked because uh, we're talking about a film that isn't out quite yet. Uh, it comes out Friday, May 1st. Though, mm-hmm. let's be honest, most of us see like Thursday, 9 p.m. Yeah. showings yeah. of the blockbusters. Yeah, I yeah. know I have tickets to a 10 show yeah. on Thursday night. It's, so. it's fantastic. Thank you, LA, for letting us see things on East Coast Midnight Time. Uh, but we are talking about the one, the only, Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Yes! yes. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know. No, I actually do know you ladies. Um, I'm a giant uh, Marvel fan. I love comics. I love the Avengers. I have loved almost every Marvel film that has come out mm-hmm. this year. Uh, but this one, I'm I'm really super excited about because it's it's the ensemble cast. It's Joss Whedon doing what he does best, mm-hmm. uh, yep. directing a film of really cool badass superhumans, uh, kind of teaming up and destroying things. He's really good at it, and I'm super excited. Absolutely, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah. So getting into things today, there's uh, so much to cover because how do you break down what a superhero wears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, because if we're talking comics, it'd be like spandex. Okay, easy. 30 minutes, so you're done. Mm-hmm. But what, what Marvel has crafted, and specifically with Alexandra uh, uh, Barn, who is uh, doing the Avengers stuff, she also worked on the first Avengers, she did Thor, she did um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's helped create the look for so many of Marvel's films at this point. Uh, it, you would think it would become routine for her, but it's it's a, it, they're all new suits. It's new challenges. But I guess the great thing is, is these actors, these friends who she's come to grow yeah. and, and work with uh, since she started doing the designs in 2011 with 
with Thor's. So. Yeah. And she does tweak the costumes every single mm-hmm. time. It's not like she just puts them back in the exact same suit that they were wearing in the last movie. And I think something that she does extremely well and, and something that is somewhat constraining when it comes to designing for superhero films is fans have an image in their head of what these superheroes mm-hmm. look like. And granted, you know, we do see people's costumes evolve across the era. You know, Captain America in more recent comics isn't wearing the exact same that he was wearing back in the 1940s. Exactly. So I think that she does extremely well, like you are mentioning, Meredith, that like there is this other level of more like gritty realism to these costumes. They're more like armor yeah. than like the spandex suits that you would naturally but assume. But they still invoke the original designs Absolutely. of these characters. And I, and I love something... In, in with Alex's work, plus the other designers who've worked with Marvel up until this point, is how they've managed to grow with the characters. Like you, you know, you said with Cap, you know, even in the the first Avenger, yeah. you know, they don't have the synthetic materials that they have today. So a lot of his outfit was leather and cottons yeah. and really basic materials. And now that they have advanced technology, they're able to really pull and and create this. Other like super modern superhero suit with yeah. with Cap and I and I love it. It's it's actually his uh, costume evolution is probably one of my favorites, and we'll we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later when we break down the costumes. I think something important too is the concept artists, which mm-hmm. who were never ever given the recognition they deserve. Yes. The previous image that was just up yeah. was the massive fight that they all do, mm-hmm. and that was done by um, Ryan Miterding. Oh yeah, I was, I've been having issues with his. Uh, I actually yeah. I'm I'm friends with his oh, wife, <laughs> which oh, is nice. so amazing. Um, she. He's hilarious and awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, he does, and his whole team does the most amazing concept art, and that's what all of the costume designers have to pick from. Like, yeah. they'll do yeah. 30 renderings of Scarlet Witch, and then, you know, Alex will say, I want this one, and then they'll go with that. Yeah. So she gets she gets a great team to go to she, for well, the concept art. What am I? So. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Uh, my favorite concept artist from the Marvel stuff is Andy Park. I follow him on oh, yeah. Instagram. I love him. Andy is fantastic, and he's actually uh, responsible for most of what we see uh, Scar Joe wears, Black Widow. Yeah, and and he uh, actually. Uh, what I loved, it was more, it was done in Winter Soldier. So up until Winter Soldier, um, Black Widow's kind of appeared in all the Iron Man mm-hmm. films, and we saw, saw her, you know, in Avengers 1 and, and, and Cap 2. But her suit was like kind of this single color black, uh, not a lot of no texture, you know, no, no texture, depth. no depth to it. But what he really wanted to do was uh, add a two tone value. Mm-hmm. But he did that not by bringing in another color, but by adding different types textures, of material, yes, different yes. textures. So like the side of a princess seam is a leather look, while the mm-hmm. front is more of like a Kevlar-y yeah. depth textured piece. And, and what he actually wanted to to do, and I found this really great quote in the Captain America Winter Soldier uh, art book, was that uh, he wanted the new costume from Winter Soldier uh, to have the lines of the costume are created by the transition from one material to the next versus like using piping yes. or something mm-hmm. and I'm like that is yeah. as a costume designer that gets me going because I love playing with textures I love playing yeah. with fabrics and like making non-stretched material work on a bodysuit like that yeah. is fantastic well, and, and that was something that I even was noticing about the cap costume as I was looking at photos of the new costume in this movie I was like it looks to me like 
there is a chest plate, but it's part of his jacket, yeah. really, but it's just made out of a different material than the stripes. It, it's really, really effective. It, it really is. And, and oh, this is so, I wish I had gotten a photo of them. I was at Big Wow Comic Fest last weekend up in, uh, Sac- San Jose. Yeah. And, um, I know I'm still learning West Coast <laughs> cities. And there was a, a father and son, and the, the son was dressed as Robin from Batman, but the father was dressed as Captain America, and he had made their costumes, and it had that puffy texture, and it, it wasn't like uh, necessarily a, a, a spandexy material, but he told me he used, um, yoga mats. And, and oh, specifically nice. the thinner yoga mats from Target because they rolled a certain direction and it was able to conform to the body. So he used it as padding in between um sports mesh, which you can kind you can kinda of get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you see uh like football shorts yeah. used mm-hmm. in it. You you use it it's actually Jersey Rice yeah. mm-hmm. Rice Mesh Jersey. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. make these fantastic uh sports ponchos. Sports, yeah, ponchos. And you just combine that with a little bit of spandex and some other like polyester fabrics and legitimately one of the best Captain America and Robin costumes. I've ever seen because I've never really seen someone do like a grounded Robin either. Mm-hmm. So and it was a really, really great tip. So I'm like, all right, yeah, yoga mats and they're cheap. <laughs> I like yoga mats. <laughs> well, they did that with another and I couldn't remember what uh, movie it was, but there was a costume designer that's looking to do a rugged look on the jacket mm-hmm. and they ended up using sham wows. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They, they oh got, my gosh. They bought a ton of oh, shampoo to create that texture. Yeah. 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 Because they wanted a suede look, but they wanted it to be water absorbent. Like it was basically they wanted shampoo. Perfect. That's pretty awesome. Like, as costume designers, we have to be resourceful. Yeah. No. We, yeah. we really do, and that's that's something I love about um, you know Alex uh, and and her team, and really any costume designer. But I was uh, reading a great interview with her where she was talking about in terms of Thor's character is mm-hmm. that a lot of it is kind of hit and miss like throw it at the wall and see what sticks mm-hmm. so the costume would evolve as time went on with you know the actors growing and, and them kind of seeing what works and what doesn't and so you know you start with like a basis and you put a bunch of stuff on and, and this is something I, I tell uh, especially if you're doing original interpretations of costumes learn to edit less mm-hmm. actually is more sometimes Absolutely. and so they pick and pull and see what worked and what didn't and I, I think that ultimately gives you the best visual because while you can get some really great concept art bringing that concept art to real life 3D. To doing movement yeah. and all the fighting they have to do. Well, and yeah. in, in this film, too, we're seeing Thor without the arm portion of mm-hmm. his armor. Yeah. Uh, and it Which was is fun- frankly the best part of him. Uh, like, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I was reading an interview that mm-hmm. said that it was too hot to wear the sleeves, but uh, I choose to believe it's because they didn't want to hide Chris Hemsworth's arms. I was just going to say, we all talk about, like, oh, Black Widow's so sexy and ScarJo has to die and do this. Like, no, let's talk about the, the work the men have to yeah. do. because It's quite a bit. Yeah. It's it's good. It's yeah. real good. But yeah, so let's get into Captain America. We have like we have so many Avengers to cover today. So we're it's gonna like there's six of them or something. Yeah, yeah. I know. Plus plus uh, we're not even gonna talk yeah. about James. We'll just talk about James Spader all day. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Captain America, uh really amazing soon. As we kind of mentioned, uh the evolution of Captain America, which I hope that photo got to you guys in time. Uh Katie found this really great photo that yeah. you can see yeah. how the costume goes from his like, I'm USO, woo woo, go go troops. And he's like, All right, I'm gonna put something together and then we we get to the more grounded uh costume where you have like the like leather molded well they're bringing in this texture here oh yeah, well, yeah. beautiful yeah and, and, oh, yeah, yeah. that was with the leather molded one because oh, yeah. of the, the the time period but yeah mm-hmm. then you start to see you know more of the texture from modern day fabrics mm-hmm. and then it just kind of uh, I, I love that Winter Soldier mm-hmm. costume well, so the, much the Winter Soldier and the Avengers 2 one looks yeah. so similar with bringing in this I don't even know what to call it but the <laughs> 
Uh, I know, like abs. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah, it's abs. <laughs> like here, yeah. it's right to be red. Yeah, bring in his red because this yeah. his Winter Soldier costume has no red in it, which a lot of people had issues with. Yeah, which of course he goes back into his classic look. Well, right. and, and what I love about the the Avengers two one is it reminds me so much of uh, Rhodey's Patriot armor mm-hmm. from Iron Man. Well, and I think also what really works about the Avengers two one is is Katie was mentioning mm-hmm. it's like incorporating everything that was so great about that. Winter Soldier costume, which was so contemporary and so grounded, but bringing in those more cartoonish, Mm -hmm. classic red, white, and blue primary color elements that we've come to expect in the Captain America costume. And that's an an important defining thing of Captain America, is that while he's a superhero in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a very grounded universe, he's still a symbol. Mm -hmm. And and you need to elevate that symbol above all else. So having brighter colors, you know, it it makes it more fantastical. Mm -hmm. It makes it more uh, unattainable in a way. Well, and the reason they took away the color from his Winter Soldier mm-hmm. one is because he's questioning his patriotism, yeah. mm-hmm. which yeah. is so important that he he has that issue because he's been brought into the modern day world where yeah. we're not the same as we were in the forties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which will be even more striking to see where they go from there because knowing mm-hmm. that they're going into the Civil War mm-hmm. in the comic yeah. book storyline, uh, it's a uh, split between the superpowered uh, people of the Earth, where the United States wants to do a superhero registration act, yep. where everyone <laughs> reveals their identity, and surprisingly, and I don't want to say too much, but Cap doesn't fall on the line that you would think. Mm-hmm. So, seeing mm-hmm. the seeing the morality uh, co- questioning through costuming is really. God, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. We talk about that, I feel, every week, like how the costumes have so much extra depth and layer and meaning. They absolutely do, and it's not something that is specifically brought attention to Mm -hmm. within the context of the movie. Like, for example, there's never a scene in Winter Soldier where they sit Cap down and say, hey, uh, we noticed that you don't have any red in your uniform anymore. Yeah, it seems like you're just not going for this anymore. (laughs) Like, it seems like you're not into it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, God, amazing. I I don't know if it was on the previous picture, Mm -hmm. too. Um, Captain America, on his new costume, he's wearing little Avengers logos on his shoulders. yes, yeah. Because Tony Stark's funding everything now, and so he's branding everyone. He does. Tony wants to brand, and and Tony (laughs) wants to make a corporation Mm -hmm. out of them. It's not just about being a superhero. It's about being a brand. Yeah. Yeah. What we all have to do yeah. in this modern age. <laughs> uh, we have a close-up shot too of the the cap costume from the backside, which it's. I love getting backside pictures of <laughs> of costumes because you can just see all the extra detail that goes into it. I mean, look at all the red accents. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get that from just looking at the front picture. No. No. Like they really brought it into every aspect of the costume, and you can see the spats on his. I was just gonna boots. say they put spats on. That's yeah. really that's such a nice like nod to the the forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see that. Uh, now, in in terms of making this costume, this is. It's a project. It's definitely, it's definitely a project. Definitely like I, I, you know, it's one of those things where I would kind of look for a lot of um, rubbered cotton because you can get a really, you know, we've mentioned this before. Like you can get a, either a rubberized cotton or like a a windbreaker type mm. material. I think would work really well mm-hmm. for something like this. It would, I, it would be good to treat it like armor almost. Yeah, yeah I was and to say. to mold it to put that mm-hmm. fabric over something stronger. Like yoga mats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like yoga mats. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's just so much detail on this. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, and I do know how they I do mean, it. But yeah, I do know how they do it. yeah. It's, uh, yeah. There's a. I mean, it's it's a lot of building and structuring and and think about it that you know they have body casts of all these actors that they can constantly because you can't have oh, yeah. the actors available to tailor. Well, and no. I mean, th- these suits are largely fabricated armor. Mm-hmm. This is not just the work of draping a pattern yeah. and no. you know beating fabric into submission on a sewing machine. <laughs> exactly, and 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 I think for 
Cap and probably Cap, Hawkeye, and Widow, I'd say, are the most fabricated one yes where it's still grounded um but even then like the star in the center i mean that's a, a silicone molded star mm-hmm. latex or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a casted prop um you see do see leather details in the shoulder pads which is really great yeah. well and then technically his his gauntlet is supposed mm-hmm. to have a magnet attached to it so yeah. that it, the shield comes back attaches. magnetically mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a nice addition for this film. It's almost mm-hmm. yeah. uh, like a batarang type yeah. Yeah. situation. Yeah. Now, the shield itself is an impressive piece of hardware. It oh, is. Yeah, yeah my fr- I have some friends who bought like a really nice replica mm-hmm. of the shield, and I was talking to them. I was like, do you guys make that shield? They're like, no, we spent a lot yeah. of money yeah, I have on seen this. People get trash can lids and oh, make yeah. amazing Captain America shields oh, yeah. out you, of it. You can make an awesome mm-hmm. uh, Captain America shield out of one of those like saucer slits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, All brilliant. you have to do is you take the handles off of it, mm-hmm. and th- this is a really neat trick that I saw in one tutorial that I was reading about it. I was like, oh, I should make a cap shield. Uh, to make the rings perfect circles, yeah. you actually drill a hole in the center of it, and you tie a string that's half the circumference of how big you want the circle to be, and then you just draw your Sharpie around. Oh, it's, it's, it's creating a protractor. Yeah, that's create your amazing. own protractor. Yeah. yeah, and then, and, and two, if you're looking for, like, painting stuff, duct tape. Yep. Well, painter's mm-hmm. tape, well, actually, painter's tape is your best thing because I, I'll often mask stuff mm-hmm. off and then paint it. It's a little bit harder when you're dealing with a, a circle, but... A little more challenging. Yeah. And again, with the, the weathering on top of that, you can you could really go to town just adding burn marks and skid marks with mm-hmm. that. Well, and if you're doing it on the, sh- the shed, I imagine mm-hmm. you can take some heat, like yeah. a, a yeah. S- uh, soldering iron, and just like start goring into <laughs> it, too. Oh, my gosh, yeah. like like Or just split his shield apart, like we've seen some <laughs> promos. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it to happen. One of my favorite facts about this costume and I think any cosplayer <laughs> knows this is uh, the issue of how do you go to the bathroom when you're wearing a bunch of clothing uh, but I guess one of Evan's uh, things he really wanted to have in this version was a uh, uh, being able to go to the bathroom easier so he says that this costume was much easier to pee in than the previous <laughs> incarnation so that's good maybe they added like a little zipper a little invisible zipper I, in the had, I, had, uh, I had read that interview with him and, and with Alex Byrne as well mm-hmm. and she and apparently she had asked him yeah. is there anything you want to see happen with Cap's costume and that was his well, one request yeah <laughs> and Alex did that with like I think everyone because everyone kind of has a story of how Alex incorporated their personal requests yeah. and, and that's a great like to me as a costume designer I think that's wonderful that she's so willing to work with her team yes well, I mean, it's, it's imperative especially when they're in costumes for as long as they're, they are in yeah. this film mm-hmm. that they are at least somewhat comfortable yeah. so yeah. it's what every good costume designer does she's it's, amazing it's mm-hmm. true and it's actually really funny in that same interview they were talking to Mark Ruffalo about whether or not he was jealous of everybody yeah. that got to wear these costumes because of course he's not wearing a costume he mm-hmm. is CG he is CG he's uh, wearing I think I can't remember what he called it like a, a man removal bodysuit <laughs> yeah like uh, it was like um, yeah, he said it was so like, funny I can't remember it though like, I think he said it on Jimmy Kimmel yeah. when yeah. they were talking but about it. But it was basically, he, he referred to it as like being a, an emasculating yeah. type yeah. bodysuit, but he had a really cute name for it. It was. Yeah. Oh, man. Just watched it know. today. I know. It Look was, it up. Tweet yeah. it at us. It was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so initially he said, yeah, I was kind of jealous of everybody because they get to wear these really cool costumes mm-hmm. and I don't. But after 
hours and hours and weeks and months worth of shooting and them being in these heavy, complicated, hot costumes every single day, yeah. he wasn't too jealous. Yeah, well, because a lot of, especially now in the, in the newer stuff, um, you, they have like fans, all like mm-hmm. Thor's costume yeah. has like a fan inside of it, and uh, Black Widow has to carry around an electric box. <laughs> uh, so these people, these actors have to drag power sources with them. I'm just imagining like skinny Black Widow just like hauling this yeah, giant like, car battery, right. and like Cap walks by and just picks it up and walks with it. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Ruffalo is just sitting there like, have fun, guys. Enjoy it. <laughs> In his Andy Circus style yeah. with dots everywhere. <laughs> um, no, so there's a quick uh, touch up on his his piece that he's wearing the mm-hmm. costume itself. Um, Captain America's suit in the Winter Soldier took four months for them to find the right fabrics for, wow. and they incorporated a lot of that into this one. Which that costume designer was Judiana yeah. Makovsky. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what's great about Marvel is that like they bring in a bunch of costume designers, and some of that like a lot of them follow through that whole line. Yeah, but right. they all pull upon each other's strengths and that yeah. knowledge because they they work out of the Marvel costume shop, which yeah. is like an ideal job I think for it, any of us. It is yes. fantastic. And and I love that, and they work so closely with Legacy Effects, who mm-hmm. actually is the company that does Tony Stark's suit. Yeah, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about, but because we're not fabricators, we're seamstresses. Yeah. 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 Well, and um, I think uh, Judiana in one of her mm-hmm. interviews said that the the man who makes the Captain's suit, as yeah. well as uh, Black Widow's and the Winter Soldier costume, was Dale Wibben. Oh, the tailor for them. Yeah. yeah. That's so. awesome. That's I just a- like calling out names. No, I think it's should. really important. No, well, that's, and that's no, it. it so, is. Well, actually, no. The, one of the reasons I, I started this show specifically was that as a cosplayer, I don't feel in the we pay enough homage yeah. mm-hmm. to the people who actually created the stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, that's great. I did a really good replica of someone else's costume, but it's the person who designed it. I mean, yeah, it's cool that you can make it. That that should yeah, be celebrated. Sure. But I really want to give as much homage to the people who uh, made the stuff that we can recreate. The massive team. Oh, There's yeah. so yeah. many people involved in the production of this. Yeah, so. I, yeah I'm, I'm from a family where my parents taught us at a very early age, you stay till the end of the credits because yeah. a lot of people worked really hard on this movie. So yeah. I think that's a really important message yeah. to spread. Oh, and it's and it's so great because you have the ties to the community that you you know a lot of these yeah. people. Yeah. So because even like searching through interviews, they don't get enough credit. I no, know. it's I really. Agree. It's I really was having a hard like I was trying to find yeah. more interviews for this movie, and granted, I think probably more will start to emerge once the movie yeah, is there's an embargo still I think happening yeah, yeah that's once it's actually been released but I was frustrated you know it, it, this was a hard, I'll, I'll be honest guys this was a hard show to prep for yeah mm-hmm. but we we got we got some good stuff <laughs> um like black widow's bodysuit yes yeah <laughs> okay so I love that you're using the old, old, old like image that was leaked like a I couple months ago. I, I actually, I, I had, I had to use this image for personal <laughs> reasons. Uh, this was a leaked image, and I just found it again because I remember uh, someone getting in trouble for this. <laughs> um, Black Widow. So for me, I love the character from the comics. I mm-hmm. love Scarlett Johansson. I love her portrayal of it. But you hate this costume. No, I don't. No, I don't. The, the I think my issue is is I've never cosplayed Black Widow because. I've found the comic book version too boring for yeah. me. Yeah. And I find the, I find the com, the movie ones, unless I can do it right, I don't mm-hmm. want to do it at all. Yeah. And they're mentality. very complicated. Like, they they're are. very intense. They really are. They're, yes. And I mean, look at, she has a square princess seam going mm-hmm. around her, but then she also has a curve around her butt, like underbust. Like, yeah. that's, in- that's unnecessary. It's awesome that they did it. Yeah. <laughs> no, though I will say I did, I managed to do that for my Dark Knight Returns Catwoman. Oh, God, nice. uh, but, but that being said, I, I mentioned this. I think it was in a panel at Big Wow. It's so great. So if you're cosplayers out there, if you're working on a bodysuit and it, it doesn't have to be this one particularly, um, adding that little like, uh, bust 
steam cup, mm-hmm. uh, even just like doing a dart underneath the bus, it's going to help enhance your breasts because yeah. spandex really flattens things down. I have friends who are like well endowed women and still have issues with the body suits <laughs> kind of like compressing everything. Yeah. And so I actually learned this from a Filipino photographer, Jay Tablante, who we talked about on the show uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And he taught me to add that little dart underneath because as a, a photographer of many uh, buxom women in costumes, uh, he's like, yeah, I, I discovered this because he went to fashion he learned fashion and he's like i found it enhanced i'm like that's a smart technique sir and i actually Clever. believe that the new mccall's bodysuit pattern that they just released has that in the it. one with yeah 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 but I'm, I, I'm like i want i know she shot with jay i wonder if jay gave her that technique well um have you seen other pictures of Black Widow's bodysuit? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. the colors change. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until recently. Yeah, it's not just Tron Blue. Yeah. She gets a, a red power-up. And, and what the new uh, the new LED, uh, not LED, but the new light-up, it, it actually gives her um, a like force power mm-hmm. that she can kind of send energy out at people. And it comes kind of comes out like her Widow Bites were, would work as an electric shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it changes from blue to red, which I thought was interesting because when I saw some concept art... A long time ago, I was like, what are they? Are they one or the other? But I'm, I'm curious to see where we'll... And I have a picture later on where it shows the red in action from from the... Uh, from a fight scene. From a fight yeah, scene. in the trailers. One of the things I don't get is why she doesn't have an Avengers logo on her. Like, because the, the concept is Tony's making all these pieces. The only one that he put the Avengers logo yeah. on is Cap. Yeah. I feel like it's a little nod uh, to Tony uh, to be like, you're mine. Everyone I, else is fine. You are mine. not the leader. I, but I think I think it, in the trailer, we, we see that because where Tony kind of gets frustrated with he's the he's like I'm just the one with the money Cap's the leader and I think there's a little bit of bitterness and I think he yeah. puts a stamp on Captain America for that re- very reason yeah but uh but yeah what is like um if we can go back to the other poster real quick I'm sorry just because it's such a a more detailed shot yeah. we can really see the different textures going on here and you have like that yeah. leatherette look and like a more uh textured like I see this as a lot of outdoor fabrics yeah mm-hmm. And if, if you're similar looking Cap- for... Similar to Captain's. Yeah, very similar to Captain's. And I found uh, the closest American site I found to Sources Fabric, and it's not exact, but uh, seattlefabrics.com mm-hmm. does have some really good mesh that you can overlay on another black. But um, I, I did find the actual source for Winter Soldier Black Widow fabric from um, China, from a, a supplier out there, but it's, it's kind of gone now. Because wow, I uh, yeah. posted it to a bunch of, like, on RPF, and I think a lot of people snagged it up. So, which is cool, which is awesome when you can source that stuff. But, uh, yeah, there's just so many style lines. And again, you know, I, I say this all the time when you're, when you're wanting to do a bodysuit with this many style lines, just get a, a some white spandex material, do a bodysuit, put it on you or someone who, or if you have a dress form or someone who's shaped like you, and just draw and make your pattern based off of that. It's mm-hmm. really going to yeah. be the easiest way than trying to flat pattern this. Yeah, because ultimately with this, you know, the key to successfully executing this costume is having all those different body lines and having all the different sections that are made out of the different fabrics yeah. to give it that dynamic look that they've they've gone for with Black Widow's costumes mm. in the movie. So I agree with you on yeah. the, uh, definitely would, make a mock-up of this. Yeah, and I would say for the front part where the zip is with mm-hmm. the texture, don't, I wouldn't do a, a very strong stretch on that one. I no. would, if anything, I would do mm-hmm. the stretch on the le- the faux leather yeah. look. Um, because this is this isn't a uh, body. This isn't a cat no. suit. This is mm-hmm. just a really tailored body suit. It, it really yeah. is. And it and and you can make a body suit out of non-stretch material. In fact, if you happen to find there's an old simplicity pattern from the 70s that is a a non-stretch denim body suit, and you can still oh, find nice. them on eBay. And I I, I happen nice. to have one. Uh, it's a really good basis. Yeah. for doing that. Um, and, and, you know, and it's like, and if you do want to make a, a, 
if you want to make it not out of spandex, it's going to be just keep in mind that you can't have that stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't. I think putting the stretch, you know, where you want your stuff to stretch mm-hmm. is going to be on your side seams, yeah. underneath your arms, and in your crotch. That's kind of the key point yeah. for all your stretch material. Well, and it, and it looks to me too that you could do those side sections out of a stretchy faux leather. Yeah. Problem solved. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's. I just. I love it. And I. You know, and in, in, in terms of the the lighting, you know, it's the same problem with the Tron suit is you can work with EL tape, you can work with EL wire, but the thing is, is that it needs to have a continue, each strip has to be battery powered. So mm-hmm. anytime where it's not continuous and it breaks, there has to be yeah. battery going to that. So, I mean, yes, you can get it up the arm, but then, you know, would you continue it somehow up the shoulders and then you can't just really bring it around the whole suit? Yeah. It would be a lot. And I mean, they literally had an electrician yeah. as part of their team to do this suit. So yeah. I think another option too would be to do like a reflective tape or yes. like a, a silver type foil. Yeah. Um, that's what we did with the piece that you're wearing right now. Oh, Oh, yeah, <laughs> like oh, just nice. to make it nice. so it doesn't have to be that bright blue because it does change color. Yeah, because um, if you're gonna cosplay, I feel like you have to be as perfect as possible. Mm-hmm. And like, can you get an EL tape that goes blue from blue to red? Exactly. I think I've, seen it, I've seen it purple too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like well, that's a lot of work. She's like yeah. a she's like a disco. It's amazing. I I really can't. Let's go party. I thought it was more of like a mood ring. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be really good. Or you know, the other option too is um. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Photo uh, luminescent tape because that yeah. way because especially at a convention everyone's gonna have a flash on you anyway yeah. so it will, it will just pop which yeah. I think I've seen I've uh, Anise Dum Fatel I believe is the latex designer who's used that in her uh, Tron Siren costumes nice. yeah. which we need to talk about Tron sometime totally yeah because yeah. uh, it's a Disney thing and Marvel's Disney now so it all <laughs> works uh, but yeah this is I love this costume actually I. I love it more and more that I see it because also it, I feel of all the costumes it fits ScarJo the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the the high belt on some of the previous. Oh, ones. The, or the double belts. Yeah, the double belts. I was like, no, no. Way to put like you want to and like I always want to put it at the waist because mm-hmm. it's the smallest part of the body. But then yeah. they have it on the hips too. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I know belt belts can be really useful, but then they could also be really detracting. But yeah, the more I've seen this costume, the more I, I fall in love with it. When I love that, like on her arms, where you can see how loose it is. It's yeah. not skin tight. No, yeah. it's it's not. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Oh, God, all right, we can talk about this forever, but we'll <laughs> we'll uh, move on to Thor. <laughs> I love Thor. So Thor. I've spied the like of all the costumes. I've this is from from Thor one. I've like kind of looked at and picked apart because the cape. I'm just gonna. I, we'll talk about the cape in a bit. It's but I'm just saying, I love beautiful cape. Yeah, I love epic capes. But oh, yes. I know. But his his suit. It's so you look at it and you think, oh, it's armor and. Uh, all that scale mail that uh, his his scale mail on his arms and legs it's actually molded from uh, silicone mm-hmm. or latex they mm-hmm. did a body cast of him and it's uh, sculpted and cast because mm-hmm. he needs that flexibility mm-hmm. to move and so much flexibility that when he was bulking up for the original Thor film they underestimated how big he was going to be and they had to actually carve out some of it for him to fit into <laughs> it because they were like oh maybe we need uh, to get a muscle suit because we don't know how big Qu- Chris Hemsworth is oh no he totally owned it and he's he would tell them Really yeah. Good this. yeah, and he uh, he took it and, and ran with it, and um, and it was interesting too for the original Thor costume. Alex Byrne ha- in the costume department had been working on designs and pieces for it for a whole year and a half, up to two years before Hemsworth even stepped foot in for a fitting. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. that's like, so crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, because she had previously worked with Kenneth Branagh, yeah, who, she had. who directed Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess they just got together and came up with some ideas, and yeah. she just got to dedicate just, a year and a half of her life to making a Norse god. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's fantastic, and uh, I'm excited. 
I'm excited to see the the sleeves go because I think I feel like it is an, a very restricting costume and mm-hmm. Thor. So Thor has he's he's an interesting he's he's a kid in many ways. He's still mm-hmm. very young. He's still very brash. He's a Gryffindor. Yeah, he is <laughs> a Gryffindor. And and like I feel like the newer costume where they they've slashed the sleeves off. Um, and it's it's really I don't know I like it I like the overall look. There's just something about it because he has that that raw power. Well, I won't. I mean, I can't spoil anything because yeah. I, mean, I don't really I haven't seen it. But right. mm-hmm. like he he's working more with the Avengers, and so he's becoming mm-hmm. a little bit more human in a yeah. way. Like he's no longer seeing himself as like God. He doesn't go back to Asgard yeah. and do his thing there. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like the more of his very mythical looking armor that goes away, the more grounded in. Earth reality yeah. Thor mm-hmm. becomes, and I think that that is a real reflection of the direction that his character is going. And, yeah, and that's ultimately kind of what he he wants for yeah. a while. So, oh, and it, and it comes it's so funny. So we're talking about how all the actors had the little like things that they wanted Alex to fix on the costumes. Thor's was specifically, can we lose the sleeves? That's yeah. so hot. So <laughs> they're so that. hot. When especially, I mean, it's like a silicone mold. Like they don't mm-hmm. breathe. No. There's yeah. no breathing in there. So no. I no. can imagine just how sweaty it gets on the inside. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially like having special effects, prosthetic makeup applied to your entire mm. arm. It, to your entire body, but yeah. it's on his legs, too. Yeah. Like, oh. And it goes down, you can see it go down into his like ribs. Yeah. No. No, not at all. Yeah. I realize, I'm sorry, camera, I keep looking back here at the pictures, and I'm not looking at the camera, <laughs> but, but oh well. I'm just, so, so it's just so good. I they know what you look like. I know. It's fine. I'm just like, I'm not ignoring you guys, I just want to look at Thor. can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then his cape. Oh, God. Okay, so um, first off, uh, I... I had I okay, I need your guys' opinion on okay. this and, and I it's we can look back here. <laughs> so we see the the cape, which this is a, a wool cape dyed red. Mm-hmm. That's they get their uh, mm-hmm. wool from England. Yeah. Then I found this uh still from the film, uh from the new Age of Ultron uh movie, and it looks like a molded uh silicone cape. I they, totally agree with you. Yeah. Uh, at least the shoulders. At least But they did this for Avengers the first one too. Like it was just bringing this accent into the yeah. shoulder that looks like the cape, as if he as if when he detaches the wool, there's just this red left where it's like I'm kind of wearing the cape yeah. still. Yeah, and I, but I'm wondering, because we haven't seen the movie yet, Right. if, if uh, you know, we talk a lot in terms for film, how they'll make 10 plus of these different costumes for different scenes, yes. and if, if they have a molded uh, cape for certain fight scenes, because it's just going to be easier to control than a big, billowy wool cape. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that that is something that you see a lot in film, is basically the costume that is used for close-ups mm-hmm. or referred to as the hero costume yes. or like in the case of something like Back to the Future they had a hero car which was the DeLorean they used for all, yeah. the, for all the close-up shots and then you have your sort of action sequence things mm-hmm. and so for example with somebody like Thor for some of the close-ups pieces of the costume are actually made out of metal yeah uh, according yeah. to Alexander Byrne anyway oh yeah totally but, uh, but for the for the stunt sequences mm-hmm. I, I I seriously doubt that no they wouldn't no. stunt double would ever wear any metal no no but yeah like it, it has to be also looking yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like the one on the left left right the, the one from Thor from, 2 from Thor 2 <laughs> yeah, from Thor 2 you, you definitely see leather and metal going on there and I feel like this one for all intents and purposes could be uh, like a a B 
like mm-hmm. costume. Yeah. Because it looks, a lot of it looks more silicone and rubber. Well, I mean, even that marking on the, yeah. the right of the shoulder. Like, yeah, fabric just, doesn't fray like that. Yeah, that yeah. looks yeah. like looks a like silicone t- that's been digged in. Looks like yeah. a tire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it does look like a tire. Yeah, sorry. When I saw yeah. that photo, I was like, I got to bring this to the girls. and we, I want to talk about that. Yeah, no, I, not- I noticed that too, because obviously with the wool cape, that you know, there is quite a lot of molding going on in the shoulders, but it's all covered by the fabric, whereas yeah. in, in this photo, it's very clearly not fabric yeah. on the shoulders. So I just, I love little details like that. It's a, it's things, it's thing, yeah, that words, things <laughs> like that. One, why I want to do the show so I can talk about this stuff with you guys and share it. But two, I'm like, as a designer, I'm just like, that's cool. That yeah. that has a purpose. I like that. <laughs> and then uh, a, a great little uh, quote I found about uh, the cape is the thing about Thor is that you've got a really big red cloak, so you need to take that on board. Everybody felt quite strongly that the cloak would not be good on the helicarrier. We had to find ways of using the cloak, but he's also a god from Asgard, so we had to make him fit in with the other characters too. Thor's costume is made of many different things. Obviously, a lot of it looks like leather, but a lot of it is molded in soft materials to allow for fighting. Parts are leather, parts of it are metal. There's a lot of different things in there. It's yeah. just a, a great mesh of everything that they can find. Yeah. I feel like a god of Asgard though could do like a plastic mold. Like I mean, yeah. he's yeah. from Asgard. They have yeah. magical materials. Yeah. They have more things than we know. They yeah. have a rainbow bridge. Yeah, dun, 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 it's dun, true dun, though. Dun. It is a really nice example of using mm-hmm. both, you know, classic blacksmith yeah. kind of techniques to do stuff uh, to make metal and iron, et cetera, et cetera. But also studio techniques with molding silicone. I and really like just that. need to go like call my blacksmith and be like, please, can you just make this? Oh, you got one on retainer? Yeah, yeah. sweet. I have a Okay, we got to get him off the screen because I keep staring at his face. Okay, so right, let's, let's go over to Jeremy Renner and his uh, new chic Hawkeye coat, which, uh, nope, going back one, it's fine, you can go back to that. His yeah. coat tunic. Yeah, his whole, his, the whole coat uh, versus just the vest, which I, I love because it's a more stylish and fitted version of the the costume. And I really like that they go more maroon than that bright purple from the comics because mm-hmm. I feel it's a little bit more hardened, a little bit more battle-ready. Yeah. You know, he blends in a bit more with the surroundings. Yeah, when you have a bright purple character sitting on a rooftop, you see him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to sneak up on anybody. Yeah, <laughs> no. And, and and this is another character who, you know, we, we talk about the costumes the superheroes wear, but so much of their costume is also their body. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Renner had to really work out his arm muscles because he's an archer. Yeah. And so he spent so much time from the first time we see him to even now to, to making sure he's got that physique that's going to look good because he doesn't wear the sleeved uh, jacket all the time. <laughs> we get the uh, the vest version, which I adore. He's so pretty. I know. This really isn't any improvement over the Chris Hemsworth situation. No, (laughs) arms are my weakness. And basically this movie is going to be my giant weakness. If somehow Cap gets a sleeve ripped off, like, I'm just dead. Yeah. I know. We're, we're, it's... It's forever. But, but, but his arms being shown, yeah. it's crucial that the actors see their costumes before they're fully done because it allowed him to train properly mm-hmm. to make sure that his arms really were bulked up like he wanted. Yeah. And this is another costume where they use a great mix of materials. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen what mm-hmm. looks like leather accents. I've definitely seen a, a synthetic polyester material. It's padded in various places. I, you know, it's, uh, God, when you said that they're like, molded on them it really is and i know i know it's not like a, a body mold of fabric it's it's fabricated but it's the level of detail that that these teams are able to produce is just it, it boggles my mind i want to be able to tour the costume shop and see one in yes. person and and luckily i think if we go to the el capitan to see it like luckily here in la we between el capitan and um is it cinemark is the other theater yeah. 
No. Mm. Arclight, Arclight, thank you. Yeah. Arclight, yeah, will often carry the, the costumes on display. So I'm really excited to kind of see these guys in person. More than the actors. I just want to touch <laughs> the costumes. <laughs> Well, because, again, with Hawkeye's costume, it's the same thing that we're seeing as a theme throughout, you know, blending the different techniques and also Mm -hmm. blending all the different kinds of fabrics to give it a dynamic appearance rather than trying to make it interesting by adding a whole bunch of colors. Yeah, Yeah. and I think, and I think that's something I've been, so as a, from my cosplay perspective, I've been struggling with is that I got into this habit where I started making superhero suits because I'm like, I want to learn spandex. And, Mm -hmm. And I found it, for me to be a very easy mm-hmm. uh, process that I love doing and I, I want to, now I'm kind of bored of just making like a body condom basically. <laughs> and, and so there's all these other characters that have not appeared in film that I want to bring to life in the same vein that you see Avengers or Nolan's bat Yeah, like everyone was making Nolanized versions yeah. of all the different characters. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's, it's something that I feel like, you know, if you're a cosplayer and you want to play around, these are some really great stepping uh, points. Let's do Captain Britain and, and uh, Red Dragon. Oh my god. For some reason I have an obsession with Red Dragon. Really? She's in like one scene oh of Civil god. War and I'm That's, like, I love her. That's fine. I'll just, or I can just do like Psylocke's weird revenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Now we're getting nerd deep. You can learn, Sorry. you can hear all this nerdy stuff on the Marvel movie news show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the, I think Hawkeye's stuff is is great. I think the other thing that's really iconic with him is his bow and quiver, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's obviously a custom made piece. But what? I, I, yeah, no, you just, I can go get that at Walmart. <laughs> I thought right? you could find that at like Big Five. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, totally. Uh, but I've seen some people already starting to do really great wood carvings. Uh, of the bow on on the uh, replica prop form. Well, it looks like it is wood. It does yeah. look wood. With yeah. Obviously, yeah, not, not all wood. bits. Yeah. But yeah, I think in terms of of doing this level of prop work, I feel this is attainable for a lot of like wood shop prop makers. Sure, not yeah. for me. Nope. I was going to say I personally know nothing about woodworking, but if I did, I understand the basis of yeah. how you would go about doing that. And I love the new quiver design for this film. It allows him. Uh, he has. He, it's up to. He's upgraded. He's got a, a power up, it's so he can. Carry. Double quiver. <laughs> yeah, it's a double quiver. He can carry more arrows, and it's easier for him to pull out which ones he wants because he has explosive tips, or I don't know if he has a sleep tip one. I'm just, I'm just going for my my, uh, my dragon age. So, yeah, like yeah, poison, explosive, sleeping powder, regular. You know, you've got to yeah. have the uh, the. Um, like the one that you can zip line on. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely essential. Yeah. The classic Robin Hood one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how else? He is. He's basically Robin Hood. Yeah. But yeah, but that's Hawkeye. He's pretty awesome. Um, and then we've got the two new characters. Wait, no, we got oh, Iron wait, Man. Oh, Iron Man. Oh, God. How can I forget Tony <laughs> Stark? Well, because his costume is almost entirely 3, 3D yeah. or uh, CG. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. yeah. There's like, there is a, obviously a real one, but mm-hmm. it's heavy. And like every time they make an Iron Man, it's always a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, RDJ's a little sick of it. Like, <laughs> He's like, yeah. It's heavy. It's uncomfortable. It covers his face. Yeah. Yeah. But but the thing I love about the Iron Man costume is that all the cosplayers who managed to make it are like, phenomenal. Yeah, I I've, I've seen everything from 3D printed to casted to people who make it out of duct tape and cardboard mm-hmm. and they all look fantastic and I'm like how? Okay, cool. Like this is CG'd. You've made this practically. That's really awesome. Fist bumps for you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, and then that's something um, Alex Brown didn't have any real involvement in the Iron Man suit. It was handled by everyone over at Legacy in America. Uh, she goes on to say it's a mechanical piece and there's a very specialist uh, team working with him. So, yeah. But she is crucial to what Tony Stark looks like out mm-hmm. of his Absolutely. costume, yes. which is mo- most of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah it's amazing to see uh, how she pulls from, Tony, from, from Robert's personality mm-hmm. to build Tony. Because I think for me... 
RDJ and Tony Stark are such parallels. They're the same person. They really are. And, no, and, the, same and the, the struggles Tony has, has faced in the, the comics, RDJ has faced in the films and are in real life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's a great character. I think he really loves it. And I, I've, I've never spoken to the man and I don't know. And I try not to watch too many interviews with him or reporters are jerks yeah uh, but i feel like he's he's found a lot of himself through this and mm-hmm. it makes me really happy and when we see tony stark on screen it's robert downey jr and he's having fun and he's doing a great job and i feel like i feel like if i saw him on the street in like hollywood or santa monica <laughs> he'd be wearing a black sabbath shirt black sabbath with his awesome like yeah. sunglasses that aren't sunglasses exactly. like he's so, he's just yeah. such a cool guy he yeah. is and i think like in two in terms of wanting to cosplay tony stark just go to Target. You, they have that shirt there. Like it's mm-hmm. so, it's super easy. Uh, and also fabulous suits. Well, I my favorite Tony Stark cosplays are the suits with the yeah. just the Iron Man hand. With the yeah, Iron Man hand. Yeah. Like you gotta yeah. love that. And now we don't get the. Uh, I don't think we get the arc reactor in his chest now. Um, mm-hmm. They resolved that. But if you wanted to make an arc reactor uh, from a previous uh, Tony Stark, like you can do anything from getting a tap light. And like mm-hmm. putting some foamies yep. over it, uh, because I love templates because they're two dollars and yeah. you can be like <laughs> on, off, yeah. on, off, uh, or, or LEDs if you want to get a little bit more like fancy. small, fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they make the cool LED ones that go on the shirts. You could use that yeah. underneath yeah. the shirt. Yeah. Or you can actually someone, uh, one of the companies online has a to- black Tony Stark shirt that yeah. lights up. So you can just do that. But yeah. I love, uh, I, I keep wanting to make. Just a, I call it the heart reactor. Oh, uh, yeah. I should have worn my necklace. I, I did a laser Aww. cut one. I, I forgot it. Um, but yeah, I love. I don't know. He's my favorite. But okay, now moving on oh. to the two new characters. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch uh, and her brother Quicksilver, and they are in the Marvel uh, comic book universe. Uh, they are or are not, depending on what you're, you're reading comics, uh, the kids of Magneto, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes mutants in uh, all intents and purposes for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They are miracles. Uh, they might be something inhuman. They might be superpowered. Uh, we'll find out in a couple of days. Yeah, mm-hmm. gen- yeah, we'll find out in a couple of days. But mm-hmm. they are uh, two young orphans from a uh, made-up Middle Eastern or uh, uh, Eastern, Eastern European, European. Thank you, <laughs> country. I should have like. Well, I always like them because they're technically from like Latveria, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm Czechoslovakian, yeah. so it's like me. If we go yeah, back, go back, one. go back to. This. Um, so I wanted to point out really quickly. Mm-hmm. It's it, both of them are in like what we would call like everyday wear, yeah. not in their superhero mm-hmm. looks. But if you look at Scarlet, which this is a really cool image that I found, the cut of her uh, jacket, the front body of it, it's rough. It looks like oh, her piece. Like her, that's why like I, her, I called this out to oh you. Oh my god, like, that's amazing. Like and you wouldn't notice it. That's so cool. It's a detailed shot. Yeah, so, so awesome. Right. Right. Little points. elements. So yeah, so the thing with what they've done with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver is they're, they're, they aren't yet superheroes or villains. Uh, so they're just kids in street clothes and this is actually like the uh iconic scarlet witch headpiece that she wears in the comics and yeah katie that's amazing little yeah. detail that's such a nice nod well to the original alex did not say that that was that's what this was but yeah. i ca- pulled it and i'm like that looks so much like her headpiece it, and, yeah. and the fact that it's fading from a red to a dark red yeah i feel like it's an homage to her original costume which is two tones of yes. red yep. i think so. i think that's fantastic and her dress you know it's funny her dress kind of looks like a Looks a little sheer there, so you, it's got mm-hmm. it's definitely like a, a sheer fabric over like a slip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've seen it's it's great. I've already seen like four stellar cosplays of Scarlet Witch. That's well, awesome. I love it. And then I mean, even her zip up like yeah. gauntlets that she's wearing, like all, all of it just seems like it's referencing her costume. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is kind of pulling back to um to some of her the cartoon iterations where mm-hmm. we've seen uh her just a little bit more like dark and gothy mm-hmm. look. Yeah. Um. And and I think. 
I think it's a really smart design, and it makes me excited to see what comes of it. I yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see how they ultimately adapt her mm-hmm. superhero costume for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which, as we've mentioned several times, yeah. is so much more gritty mm-hmm. than the bright, cheery comic book yeah. colors. Yeah. But, and this is a costume that easily you could go thrift for. Oh, like, totally. I, yeah. I love it that, you know, this is what closet cosplay yeah and you could easily just have fun with it and and i think you know if you wanted to make the gauntlet pieces you could but i think it's a really it's a really fun costume and then um Quicksilver, so I think you just go buy it at Under Armour. <laughs> you do, yeah. Actually, uh, it was uh, actually a good yeah, one. They, they partnered with Under Armour mm-hmm. on this production. So uh, Alexander Byrne was saying that basically Under Armour created a, not not just Quicksilver's yeah, piece, yeah, but they but created everyone's Under, Under Armour pieces mm-hmm. for pretty much everybody because there are a lot of scenes in the film. I mean, we previously mentioned. Tony Stark is mostly not in costume, yeah. mm-hmm. but she wanted everybody to be wearing things that looked practical, like they could be tactical gear, mm-hmm. like at a moment's notice they could go into battle, no problem. And so with Quicksilver, we see a, a piece that was specifically designed for him by Under Armour, and so basically Under Armour made the fabric, and then he had some fittings, and they tailored it specifically to him. So I I have not yet specifically seen his shirt in the collection, but yeah. uh, no, it's it's there, but yeah. it's really stripped down. It is. Like, it's all, it's all so frustrating Marvel-y. because the detail. I mean, the detail that they have mm-hmm. on the one on on Under Armour site, they could easily have been selling this one. Yeah, yeah. and so it's it's just so frustrating yeah. that they well, strip it down. And that was that was my complaint because I was going to buy the Black Widow compression mm-hmm. vest that they have, and it it was nothing like the one from ScarJo yeah. that she no. wears in it. And it, yeah, and, and it, it looks like, like it's not going to flatter anyone. I know. And and the, what they're selling them for, I'm like, come you you yeah. work in apparel design, you, yeah, you know, they're selling them for like seventy five dollars. Yeah. I'm like. It, it should at least look very similar to the piece yeah. and not like a really cheap bootleg Even of if it. it's just screen printed colors versus different fabrics, yeah. I, I would be okay with that. Well, I don't think Under Armour can do that because it's oh, supposed yeah. to be athletic wear that's breathable. That's and once true. you screen print, you're oh, cutting yeah, out the breathability. Can. That's true. But I mean, honestly, I mean, I feel like people yeah. would pay $150 for that or 200 because it's pretty yeah. quick. I mean, Quicksilver, we they don't am, know and love yeah. yet, but we will. They absolutely would. And, and once again, you know, this is a very functional Mm -hmm. and comfortable piece that any, you know, I could see more casual cosplay kind of fans doing this for cons all the time. Or even if, even if you're not a cosplayer and just a fan of the, some character and you're, you work out and you you want to work out with power. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, it's a good marketing ploy, but I feel like they missed yeah, missed it. I yeah. totally agree. I completely 100% <laughs> agree. As opposed uh-huh. to some other apparel designers <laughs> and marketing uh, strategies that Matt is talking about me. That nailed it on the head. So, uh, I'm going to I'm going to turn this over to you so you can talk about these fabulous yeah. garments we're wearing well, today. Yeah, so I'm a designer. I'm a mm-hmm. geek fashion designer at We Love Fine and um, we wanted to do an Age of Ultron line because this movie is the Avengers are so influential on me. And so, uh, we picked out six of the characters that we love um, which they're I'll, all good I'll there go right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Meredith is wearing the Black Widow piece right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma is Loki. <laughs> I am Hawkeye. Um, she's grabbing three three others. Let's see if we can do this easily. Iron Man oh, and yeah. then Thor, which have these, they have these really cool like capes on them, but they're not capes. Yeah. They're built in. Super flowy, and then and then Captain America. Do you want to put it on to show it off a little bit better? Because it's weird. So Captain America is the true fashion piece in the collection. It's a dolman shrug, and it's a piece that I designed at my, my home months ago. Ugh. Um, so I love it. Yeah, I'm in love with these pieces. <laughs> so I'm I'm letting everyone wear some to show them yeah. off. Um, they're mostly screen print with foil printing, but uh, the Captain America awesome. one is lace yeah. transferred. And um, no, I just. 
I was excited. The, the, it should drop. It should be out by now. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Otherwise, we just got you yeah. in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, we love find.com. Mm-hmm. It should be on our feature right now. And it includes Meredith as one of our amazing models. Yay! She was Black Widow. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. The, the shoot itself was a big, big deal because we used a lot of women of different shapes, sizes, and colors, which is important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think it's, yeah. I'm so tired of just, I mean, I am white, but I'm so tired <laughs> of seeing white girls because right. there's yeah. so many colors in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, kind of racist to not have yeah. no color. no it's true and it's it's i think one of the reasons i was super excited to work on the shoot was the diversity and the the true female power mm-hmm. because all the all the women involved in the shoot from you know yume and michelle and alicia marie and anastasia who was on our, our um first episode fabulous girls who are all passionate geeks and, oh, yeah. and just fun I, there was no like I'll be honest. There was no cattiness. There was no weirdness. There was no. everyone was just like we're here. We're just, we're gonna celebrate. Well, we all fun. you guys all turned into the Avengers. Yeah. Like you were all yeah. there for the purpose of avenging fashion. Yeah. And like yeah, I, I just I loved it so much. And um, there's even more better stuff coming out. Like this was quickly done because I yeah. started. I mean, I did this whole thing in like four months. Oh my gosh, wow. which That's is amazing. crazy for a domestic turnaround. No. Um, but these are all made in the USA too, which Yay. is also awesome. Yeah. That's um, super awesome. But there's and even more fun stuff coming too. Good. And and I also like you know there's been a, a lot of talk about um black widow not being included in a lot of merchandise right mm-hmm. and i think uh it's great because you guys have a, a black widow hawkeye leggings that mm-hmm. are on site right now and then you've got this awesome black widow top yeah the, the fun know. thing about that is yeah. we never have any issues with marvel when we submit yeah. black widow designs they never say no ever they want that it's a matter yeah. of the yeah. retailers demanding it and it, gets, it makes me so sad when people, yeah. when marvel gets in trouble for that like we've had black widow hawkeye leggings for like six eight months now yeah. like they've been there just you got to go to the website and yeah find it. so so yeah. it's kind of like for all the hate that marvel's getting maybe you have to look at the retailers that you're shopping from right mm-hmm. like i mean they're ugh, they can be frustrating yeah. uh, but, and i mean it's, it's because they they think there's a market for other things mm-hmm. i mean they have to right. sell the stuff and there's thankfully being on a website we don't have to move product as quickly yeah so but yeah, yeah. but so yeah go check out we love and pick up your uh avengers age of ultron collection yeah. i'm super excited uh well to wear this out all the time <laughs> everywhere uh also my other favorite piece is a uh captain marvel sweater because yeah yes. which is out yes. now sweaters uh, and shorts man that's my my jam now that i move out to socal all right uh, i want to uh go over to some fan submissions because we had some amazing people submit their cosplays to us uh first off we have brad hale and his iron man mark 40 three cosplay this was constructed out of cardboard camping foam and duct tape he installed cheap tap lights and a closet light for his reflector it took 46 hours over two weeks and you can find him at brad-duct-tape.hail on facebook i secretly wanted to make a lego helmet to go with it so he's like the lego oh that'd be so cool it's it's yeah i'm like i love the ingenuity that people have and then uh we have joy in her captain america stealth suit from the winter soldier uh i love this there's a couple photos she sent but this one was like my favorite action shot um and her blog is all things curious joy j-o-i and you can also find her on twitter at curious j-o-i i'm gonna want to reach out to her yeah she's super (laughs) She's super sweet. Uh, And then we have Allie Cat cosplay in her Black Widow. Which I love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Allie's actually, uh, I've been following her work for some time now and she is a fantastic, uh, cosplayer and I adore her. And Holy she, cow. yeah, really kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's great to put a costume together and then to really want to embody that character. Mm-hmm. And Allie did a great thing. And then, um, Epion Marquis as Captain America. Oh, nice. nice. And the Winter Soldier yep. suit. That's great. And that's, um, I, the, the uh, shield almost looks like one of the prop ones that you can get 
kind of fairly regularly too, but he's, it looks like he's added some coloring to it. Yeah, it looks like he has some shadow and depth. Really fantastic. And, uh, then we have Roxana Mehta as Black Widow. And she, uh-huh. uh, yeah, she's, uh, she has the short hair version. And then I wanted to include this. So, uh, this is Bub oh. Fett and his Mandalorian mercenary from Star Wars slash Wolverine mashup. Oh. Because in the, in the comics, Wolverine is an Avenger. Yes. Sorry, Fox owns the rights for the film version, so I we'll know. never see it. But I love seeing mashup costumes like that. Me I too. really like, thank you, Bub Fett. That's super cool. <laughs> uh, and then another, uh, we don't have her in the movies yet, but maybe we're going to see She Hulk. And this is Garlic Police in, uh, the, the She-Hulk costume, which uh, is Hulk's niece, uh, who's also a yes. lawyer, and she's mm-hmm. fantastic. And then we have uh, Superhero Lifestyle as Mockingbird, another uh, MCU. But we see Mockingbird not in this costume, but she appears in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And mm-hmm. she's getting her own spinoff TV series. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. And then Dragonfire Designs as Iron Man. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I know. Really fantastic there. And Holy then finally, uh, Michelle Lawhorn in an original Maria Hill based off of fan art by Kelsey Michelle. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you see like the, the shield logo incorporated yeah, into the train. Yeah, I do, into the, into the train of the yeah. dress. That's so clever. Yeah, and so I, I really love, you know, we, we can see the literal interpretations of these costumes that, that people make, or you can just kind of go that extra mile and do something very different. And it is really great. And I want to thank everyone who submitted their photos. Uh, and yeah, so. Cool. Wow. Oh, and oh. this is um Stephen oh. and Beth Love. Oh, oh my God. Going up there. Oh, there it yeah. is. He tweeted at you like oh, a few days ago. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. he tweeted at me while I was on a sh- on a set the other day, and I oh, couldn't. Huh. Yeah. Um, is and that up? It, I think it's up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, Stephen, you work with? Yeah. Stephen's, at, Stephen and Beth both are yeah. there. We love fine. Stephen's one of our graphic, um, amazing mm-hmm. artists. He does everything. And, and then, shot behind scene video at the at the Avenger shoot. Yes, mm-hmm. he, he was at the shoot. And then uh, his wife Beth is uh, in charge of the contests that we yeah. do. We do a ton of contests. That's, That's awesome. Great. Yeah, they're super super sweet guys. Thanks for including yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Do you have any final thoughts on Avengers: Age of Ultron? I mean, if you don't see it, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already have plans to see it twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I already have tickets to see it twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greg and I get back from a vacation that Thursday, going that, like, to midnight showing, yeah. and then, uh, schedule, uh, Barring, I'm going to go see it at 9.45 Friday morning, so Perfect. why not? Why not see it, like, 20 times? Are you going to stay in the theater then and just watch just, it over and yeah, over and over? Out. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really excited, and, and people have been saying uh, from overseas, because the overseas got a, a release already, yeah. saying it's a really good film, so I'm really yeah. super excited for it, and uh, super excited for next week's uh, topic, uh, because uh, we're going to talk a classic sci-fi film, The Fifth Element, and the amazing <laughs> designs of Jean-Paul Gaultier. <laughs> Amazing. My Amazing. family had like five copies of the fifth element yeah. for whatever reason. Well, <laughs> no regrets. I hope you're ready <laughs> because, uh, I'm, I'm going to come in cosplay for this one. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, guys, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the cosplay coach. And remember, if you go find us on iTunes, subscribe to us there. Give us the five stars. Find us on YouTube. Thumbs up, like us. You can find us on Twitter at the Cosplay Coach and on Facebook.com slash the Cosplay Coach. I am Meredith Placco at M Placco. I'm Katie Elhoffer at Elhoffer Design. And I'm Emma Fife at Emma Fife. <laughs> Thank you all for watching and we'll be back next week. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.